It appears that Major League Baseball is going to try a 60-game season. Nothing official yet, but we'll figure out what's a fun way to play fantasy this year. Like death and taxes, Dodger's been a Dodger. <laughs> I have but, not had uh, three cold uh, brews yet. It works great in a fantasy league. I'm just glad I am not at the dentist. Fantasy Baseball in 15. On The Athletic. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball in 15 for Tuesday, June 23rd. I'm Al Melchior. I am here with Michael Beller. And uh, Michael, I think uh, you and I spent much of Monday uh, glued to Twitter (laughs) trying to figure out (laughs) what uh, was going to happen to the 2020 season. Of course, we were expecting a vote from the players. We got a vote from the players. They voted down the 60-game proposal 33 to 5. And then there were volleying reports about there was going to be an announcement about uh, an imposed season from Rod Manfred. Then, most recent that we've heard as of uh, this recording is that uh, there will not be any uh, official announcement about a season, even anytime on Tuesday. So, uh, I guess that does leave open the possibility maybe there's no season. They still have to work out the, the health and safety protocols. Um, are you expecting a season, and do you think it'll be 60 games? Yeah, I think it'll be a season. I don't know. I, I feel like it'll have to be 60 games. I feel like the they'll not be doing themselves many favors, that is, the league and the owners, if they come in at anything less than 60. Um, but I don't know what sort of season it's going to be. I think you're going to end up having a lot of players sitting out. Obviously, there is way more than just bad feelings at stake here. This is something that's going to now spill over in a really ugly way into 2021 and the CBA that is looming, the CBA negotiations, I should say, that are looming after the 2021 season. They're going to be going into that with uh, a whole lot of bad blood on both sides. Uh, This is really, really ugly. I think we expected the players to reject this offer today, so that wasn't much of a surprise. Um, the indignation that we've seen from the owners as though they're offering the players a pot of gold uh, <laughs> is getting a little tiresome. And these negotiations are getting tiresome. And you know we follow them for a living. Uh, just imagine what regular baseball fans who don't have to do that are feeling right now. It's just, uh, again, I've said it time and time again, but just another really embarrassing day for the sport. It is. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's been a real roller coaster on this show. And I think, you know, probably for a lot of people that are listening, uh, you know, because we've had moments of hopefulness, you know, including on Monday where it looked like, OK, this is finally going to happen. There were even there was one report in particular from Bob Nightingale, uh, you know, where it sounded like a 60 game season was imminent. And obviously it's not ideal. But at this point, I think most of us are just thinking. Just give us, you know, give us something. <laughs> let's let's get this going. And now we have to wait possibly a couple of more days. And it's not clear what the outcome is going to be at this point. But with that said, and I mean, this is the the track that we've gone on on these episodes uh, for a lot of episodes over the last couple of weeks. But we are going to assume the best uh, for this episode. And the best at we this are? point, I think, would be a 60. I'm well. I don't have a, I don't have another plan. <laughs> I think that's a better show than than saying what are we going to do if there's no season. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm kind of at a loss as to uh, what other show to do today. So yes, I'm going. To, I'm. I won't use the plural. I'll, I, I'll I'll use the royal we. How's that? Okay, that works. I like it. <laughs> I'll assume the best and say that, that this is going to result in a 60-game season or something very, very close to that. 
um, again, just a, an assumption for the purposes of talking about fantasy baseball uh, for this show, not saying that, that I have any particular reason to think that that's going to be the outcome. So with that said, Michael, um, in fact, you, you know, you suggested that uh, this is a good time as any for us to talk about how can we do things differently this season to make it more fun? Because uh, up to this point, this has been anything but fun. Um, so I'm going to just turn to you first and uh, see, you know, what ideas do you have? What things would you like to see in your leagues if, in fact, we play a 60-game season this year? Well, I think, number one, you have to not try to have a normal season. You can't try to just have whatever season your league was going to have. Just forget about it. If you've already drafted, if you've already auctioned, whatever, I would do it again. Because where's the fun in playing out a season that you drafted back in March? What if it does happen where a lot of players end up sitting out, or even just a few key players end up sitting out, which I think is something we are certainly going to see, especially if you look at players who are facing free agency uh, in the coming season. Uh, There's a lot of risk tied up into what is going to be a sham of a season anyways. So I, I would totally... Uh, understand why a player in that position wouldn't want to play in 2020. So I think you need to throw that out. I think you need to forget about uh, the the season you thought you were having and just try to have some fun with it. Uh, So one idea that I've come up with is you take a league and convenient enough, a lot of leagues are 12 team, 15 team leagues, right? And so you divide your league into thirds and you say, all right, this third, you guys are going to be playing with only the Western teams. This third, you're going to be playing with the Central teams. This third, you're going to be playing with the East teams and try to have a playoff based on that. You have to play head-to-head, play Roto, play whatever it is you want to do, but decide when your regular season is going to end. And you know, the top two teams from each division get to move on to the playoffs and have a six-team playoff, maybe an NFL style, where the top two teams get buys and then the four teams there play out the first round. Um, something like that, I think, is something that could be fun to do this season, different to do this season. And maybe something where you find an element that you take forward into a fantasy baseball season and a baseball season that actually is a normal 162-game version. All right. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate with that uh, that proposal in a second. But before we do that, you know what would make fantasy baseball and just baseball fun this year is uh, to drink your, your favorite beverage out of a mug that's made out of the barrel of a baseball bat. I think that would be very fun. And in fact, you can do just that very thing. Uh, There's a company called Dugout Mugs. uh, And believe it or not, it was a company that was started in a college baseball dugout. So there you go, Dugout Mugs. Uh, But you know, the the name, it plays on on a few different levels because not only was the company started in a baseball dugout, but the the mug itself is carved from a baseball bat into a 12 ounce mug. Uh, You can have your favorite team laser engraved uh, onto the barrel of the bat. Uh, These are licensed by Major League Baseball. And uh, it's great for, you know, watching baseball, which we hope to be doing, uh, you know, within a few weeks or, you know, if there's no baseball, I hate to say it, but if there's no baseball, at least you got a really cool mug that you can, you know, display in your kitchen, on your mantle, you know, wherever it's fun to, uh, to display. So if you've got uh, a gift giving opportunity coming up for a baseball fan, this is an ideal gift. So just go to dugoutmugs.com slash the athletic and use the promo code MLB30, MLB30 for 30% off your first purchase. That's dugoutmugs.com slash the athletic and code MLB30 and fill that baseball void with your very own dugout mug today. All right. So back to your idea, uh, Michael, the one thing that kind of, I thought that was really cool and I've not 
thought that far outside the box at all in thinking about my leagues this year. But the one thing I, I think if I were in, in a league like that is I would oppose any kind of buy because there's going to be so little baseball to begin with that I sure. think that I would look for ways to be more inclusive and not have any week where any team wasn't playing. And I'll throw out another idea and it's, this is not original at all. I'm going to give credit where credit is due uh, to CBS sports, Scott white, because I am in uh, a dynasty league that he is the commissioner of. I actually talk about it on the show every so often we, we call it, believe it or not, the, the Scott white dynasty league. And um, he it's a, it's a, it's a head to head league and everybody plays in the postseason. Um, so there's an actual playoff bracket and then everybody else is playing for draft position that doesn't actually qualify for the, the, the championship. So I think something like that this year mm-hmm. should be adopted in a lot of leagues. Yeah, I think that's a, a great idea. And your point is well taken about not wanting to shorten any sort of playoff uh, fever for anyone or make anyone have a buy. Also, you know, the way you started saying it, I thought you were going to say, forget about eliminating anyone. So then the way you say with the uh, the Scott White Dynasty League, a little bit of vanity there, but I like the idea in that you let everyone make the playoffs this year because we're already going to be getting such a short fantasy baseball season if we get one at all. So why not extend it for everyone? I also think what could be fun is exploring ways to loop the Major League Baseball playoffs into it if there are playoffs this year. That could be something that would be fun to explore. And I'm not sure the best way to do that, obviously, uh, not every player is going to make the playoffs. So if you have a very good player whose team ends up missing out, then you lose that player. I don't know if you could carry over your rosters perfectly. Or, hey, maybe you even have the draft knowing that you're going to play the playoffs uh, through your season. And you know, hopefully you have guys to make the playoffs. You keep that in mind. You know that uh, it's 60-game season, 162-game season. The Dodgers are probably going to be pretty damn good. So maybe you take Cody Bellinger first overall, knowing that he has the best chance to make the playoffs. Uh, see, now, again, I, I love that angle because, again, if we're just going to throw a lot of the conventional stuff out the window, why not add that other element to draft value? <laughs> the, you know, chances mm-hmm. for players to play in a postseason. Uh, I, you know, the one problem with that is that there are concerns we're not going to have a postseason. And then right. the people who, you know, put a premium on on Dodgers and, uh, you know, Yankees and, and what have you. Um, uh, you know, maybe they wind up feeling sort of cheated at the end if, if those players wind up not playing any more than anybody else. But, you know, again, there's so much uncertainty. Why not throw that in there? I, I like that idea a lot. Hey, we're all getting cheated this year, Al. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> doesn't matter. You could have you could have 20 Dodgers on your team or 20 Marlins, and uh, you're getting cheated because this has been a, a cheat of a, of a year for, for Major League Baseball. I know we don't want to harp on it, but... Man, you've got a an expensive sport, a sport that is harder to play in a pickup way than basketball, than football, than sports that are far more popular. A much harder sport to play pickup style than soccer, which is gaining popularity. You had this great opportunity to have a month of the sports schedule all to yourself when the country is dying for live sports, and this is what you did. You dug in over a few million dollars, and you know which side I'm talking about and which side I'm talking to. Yeah, I mean, just shameful, shameful. But hey, maybe it'll lead to us finding some uh, posted style accidental discoveries in the fantasy baseball world. Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, I got one more question for you to ponder here because it's one I've been thinking about. I think we've talked about this uh, sort of tangentially before uh, that 
head-to-head leagues like the Scott White Dynasty League, for example, um, you know, that's there's a lot going to be a lot of problems with running that kind of format in such a short season. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've talked about Roto, but I think another possibility is just to have a points league that's not head-to-head. And one of my favorite leagues um, that I also talk about on the show from time to time is my new league. And that's a points league um, that's not head-to-head. You just total up points uh, with every single day on the schedule. And, you know, I might be more inclined to actually prefer that kind of format to a a roto format, especially Mm -hmm. if it is, let's say, a point head-to-head points league where you're just eliminating, you know, the, the weekly collection of points and replacing it with, you know, a daily points, uh, and then you're not, you know, radically changing uh, the value that you assign to players. Yeah, I think that's a good uh, way to play this year because uh, you eliminate all those factors, uh, especially when it comes to head-to-head leagues. I usually hate points leagues. I don't think that you can say how you can figure the relative value of a pitcher strikeout versus a hitter home run. Uh, so I'm usually anti-points leagues, but I do think that's a good way to do it this year if you want to keep head-to-head, which is something that I love. I know that rotisserie is the pure, natural way to play fantasy baseball, but head-to-head is the essence of sports. So I really like my leagues being head-to-head. You could do, I think, a few things. You could either just do an all-play league, which we see gaining a lot of popularity in fantasy football, where instead of just going head-to-head with one person in your league, you go head-to-head with every single person in your league every single week. That would certainly help flatten things out a little bit and make the competitive integrity uh, a little bit better. Or you could not play everyone every week, but you know, let's say you've got... You know, 14 people in your league, including yourself, so you have 13 opponents uh, that you could play. Maybe uh, you play three people a week or four people a week, and it's a rotating basis, so you can play the same, play everyone at least a handful of times. I think those are ways that you can still be creative and keep that head-to-head style if you want it, while also not making it where someone has an extremely easy schedule versus someone having an extremely light schedule, because if you tried to play a typical head-to-head season in the what, seven weeks of baseball that we might be graced with this season. So that's going to happen. There's going to be some extreme schedule imbalance. Yeah, uh, that's you know certainly one of the very good reasons to avoid playing a traditional head-to-head league. And, you know, I, I hear you. Um, I'm pretty much a roto convert because um, I started playing Sims. I still love playing Sims. And then when I got more into fantasy, um, actually liked points leagues better when I first started and I've, I'm a roto convert now, but the thing about points leagues that I, I used to really like and still like to some degree is that it does mirror the Sims in that you can set it up to reward a whole bunch of things that don't get rewarded in a traditional roto league. And even mm-hmm. in a, you know, non-traditional roto league uh, with expanded categories. So, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different ways that you can play this season and you can experiment some things, maybe try a format that, you know, maybe you're not thrilled about, but, Give, give it a 60-game uh, trial, so to speak. Yes, this is the ultimate uh, perfect is the enemy of good season. And, <laughs> yes. Uh, there's no reason to try to make a perfect fantasy season because it sure as hell ain't happening. Not with uh, where we find ourselves, where Major League Baseball has forced us to find ourselves as you and I sit here uh, in the last week of June with still no idea if or in what form we are going to see baseball this year. Yeah, I would not have called this, uh, certainly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this was not uh, what I was expecting to do. Either. 
uh, on, on June 23rd. But um, for this uh, Tuesday episode of Fantasy Baseball in 15, we are going to wrap this up. So, uh, Michael Beller, thank you as always. And uh, for Michael, I am Al Melchior, and uh, we'll be right back here on Wednesday. <laughs>